0: tonight is the earth site of my uh, late father. It's the, I think the eighth Yorot site, Toshina in Dalit. And uh, many of you knew him, and it should be the schus uh, of tonight's Shia should be the Ilu I'd also like to focus on the schus should also be with, with those of our community who are currently ill with uh, COVID, Rahman Litzlan, even in a mild way, should be, uh, Completely re- removed with no no suffering and no no symptoms, and the echo should be a refuah Let's go to our first question. And that is about the okay. Uvolutzi. I knew, not It Was mentioned in passing last week. We were talking about Zekele Yonavu Yomru Yomruchulam, and by the way, I mentioned about the prompting in Uvolutziyin. Now, mentioning everybody for and certainly the Minheg, and the Korazel, Zevi-Omar, and everyone joined, the says that aloud, and everyone says together gather the Kodesh, and so on, uh, by Boruch, by they do certainly say it aloud. The Rebbe mostly was not knowing that way, and it's not only Chabad, it's also other chesidrish cries, and do not make such a issue of the Kedusha in And I mentioned last week about the Zohar. So here, this is in the Zohar, and he talks about Kedusha de Sidra. Kedusha de Sidra—that's referring to the Kedusha in a Zira'in. Kedain Haygav Degon is now the Yatir Amalochi Elohim. Here is where I mentioned last week that here is an advantage that Yidden have over the Malochim. The first Kedusha we are in in, in uh, Bereshis Kriishma we're describing. What the Malachim are doing the second Kedusha in Shemanessu. We're saying we're saying together with them, and here it's Yidna doing it on their own without the Malachim. And this is something which is bothering the Malachim. Um, and Baha'i governor is Khazi when Yidna saying this Kedusha, the word Messiah can mean complete or to conceal. Begin malochim that the Malochim should not notice and not penalize them and should not make, make trouble for them. And here again, the, the again the, the underlying part, This kdusha should be concealed amongst us. Begin the niskadish go or And he mentions here also somewhere. Um about the loshen arami i don't see it right on, on the page right now but um that that is the uh, the explanation um let's just close, scroll scroll down oh this is from the Migdash melech um Migdash melech was i think from arabu Buzaglo, who has a, a, a commentary on the Zoihar. the Zohar is saying that since we're saying the kedusha loshen tarugum that they shouldn't be jealous of us we are saying Kedusha, each time Yoytzer and Hazor again, and again Kedusha sidra, but the Targum, the, the Aramaic, is something which they despise. Therefore, by us repeating it in in Aramaic, that uh, removes the jealousy of the Malochim and refers to where it's discussed about the idea of using Aramaic, where the Malochim um, don't like the Tang language of Aramaic, where, and this is now in Sheikhan the Altarevist Sheikhan and Simen Kof Aleph, talking about da- davening in various languages. And people would davenim with a malach, et cetera. And it says at the beginning, preferably you should under to Koidesh because the malachim uh, don't understand other languages and you need a malach to uh, elevate your tefillah. Um, some daven in other languages and say that that's not a problem only aramaic itself only specifically aramaic which sorry about that because that is specifically despised the malochim by, by the malochim and they uh, and they uh they and they uh, push it away since it's the yurt of my father i just want to share with you just came to mind as as i was speaking now my father apparently this is before my days he was a malamed. In addition to him being a shoycha, he was a malamed. And this is a letter which he received in Tov Shin Tes Alef Tov Shin The letter is published in Igres, but here the Rebbe writes to him that I was pleased to read on your letter, which he had written on, he had written a letter on Lag B'Oymer on the 18th of the year, and the Rebbe's letter to him is dated 21st of the year, three days later, fascinating. Anyway, the Rebbe writes to him, I'm pleased to read that you're learning with a, ch- a group of children, a class of children, according to trad- our tradition of Komet Aleph-O, as known, the Kedusha of the letters and of the vowels. Now, they are lemosha Isinai. And as is evident in the Zohar and the Tikkun Zohar in several places, not only the, the letters and the vowels themselves, but also the names of the letters, the names of the vowels. As quoted, the names of the Nakudas are Rosh Atavis of names of malachim. So, they have been mentioned to my father in this letter how even the names of the Nakudas are uh, names of malachim. If you take Tikkune Zohar near the beginning, he goes through the names of the nukudas, which is a fascinating thing because the names of the nukudas do not are not mentioned anywhere in Shas. Uh, Teire comments all of this is not mentioned anywhere in Shas, and but in, in the Zoya there's a lot of discussion about them and what we see that it's got to do with Malachim, which are elevating at any anyway, rate so that comes back to our topic over here um, about there is some idea of suppressing the Kedushin of al and not to announce it too loud um, in other in, to keep the malochim um, in a way that they shouldn't cause trouble let's move on I don't understand too much about this and therefore that's why I'm being mekatsa. now someone asked me a simple Shaila There is uh, offered to children in schools, have been offered the flu jab, and the parents have to give a consent for sign a consent form. And they do point out it is made from, I think it's pronounced porcine uh, uh, gelatin. Um, And there she's asking, the mother is asking, is that okay? And um, the answer is that eating is. Allowed to eat tray for food. The eating, by definition, means it goes through the throat. If it's if it's comes into the body in a different form, that's not defined as eating. What you have in front of you is from the Sefer Nishmas Avraham, which is a series of four or five volumes on Shukhanoruch, where, wherever it deals with medical stuff. So here this is in Yeridai. It talks about Melechikz and and it talks about eating through a tube. And he says if a person's eating through a tube which is feeding directly into the stomach or through the nose or ppg P- seems to be directly into the stomach um and he discusses are they allowed to have meat and milk together um and the, 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 the bottom line it is okay and whether it's milk and meat or even non-kosher food he quotes and then that this is a long uh, part And the end of it he quotes the achiezer Achiezer yes, is the chubas of Reb Chaim Oze, who who is the Rav Vilna, um, very, very respected and had a very good relationship with the Feudika Rebbe, actually. Um, but he um, he writes this, that the Isur of for food is only when it comes through the throat. If it's not coming through the throat, it's not called eating. Uh, he quotes also the Egl who is which the Sachachover, the Avni Nezer, again, who says it has to be a combination of uh, going through the throat and going to the stomach, and he goes. He gives further references. So that that remains the halacha that it is allowed to have the. You're allowed to have these these uh, flu jabs, even though it's made from Chaza. Now, in addition to what we've just said, I understand that the taste is uh, is not really um, not not. It's not a pleasant taste. It doesn't. It doesn't come across as a food as such, and therefore, uh, even if you'd eat it, it wouldn't be an, uh, an achila. So if you think you put it through the nose, it might come into the mouth somehow. It's not not a, not a proper food in any case, therefore it's not a problem as such. Now, here's an interesting, people of Tanya and are familiar, that non-kosher animals come from sholosh klipis atmeis. So how does it work that you're getting energy from, uh, the, or getting an, in, some input from a Maha which is shoulder so a horse is also shoulder and you're allowed to ride a horse you're not to have benefit from a horse is you're only not allowed to not allowed to eat um, horse flesh you're not allowed to eat that's but riding a horse seems to be okay it doesn't really, it seems to be so the horse seems to have different aspects some of it is shoulder at and some of it is so somehow we're going to have to make a more a similar but more uh, um, subtle difference uh, in f- tray for food itself, it depends in which way it is ingested. If it's ingested in the normal way, then that is also it is Shalosh clippers of maize which cannot be released to Kedusha. And if it's ingested in any other way, as we've just seen from the poskim, then it is not also and is a way it can be elevated. That's as much as I can tell you uh, on, on this. And let's go on. One of our regular listeners, he doesn't listen live because he's in the, somewhere in the Far East, but he listens uh, faithfully on a weekly basis. And he asked me some shilas about, he lives on the, uh, he has a ground floor, it seems to be quite a uh, machnis Eurech. There seems to be some kind of a little shul in his house also. And he has a dining room and a back room, whatever. And then there's a veranda. And he's asking about making broches in one room and going to another part of the or the house to the veranda. I told him, if you want it to be discussed on, on panorama, send me some photos, which he did. OK, so we have some photos. And if you want to, uh, if you know um, some of those Far East languages, you can try to decipher the writing on top of the doorway. Um, I wasn't able to. But it's nothing to do with him. It's from a previous user. I just that's there. OK, just to give you a bit of. Profile where it is. So what, What's the issue here? The issue is that going from one place to another is a form of hefsuk. shinui mokim. Going from one place to another does create a hefsuk. Now, sometimes going for it, it, all right. When you go from one place to the other, we all know that you 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 start a Shabbos meal and you're invited for Sheva brachos down the road by a by a neighbor by a mishpocha, so you can go to the other place. If you had that in mind, if you didn't have that in mind when you washed, when you made Hamotzi, and you went out and you come back, so you've got a string attached, since you are higher to, say, um, So therefore, it's as if you've got a string attached and the Hefzik is not a hefsik. So there are various forms where Shinoy does not create a hefik. So let's see what we have over here. Okay. So here, but here the question is, he's not going from room to room, he's actually going out doors, and then he's going to, to, to the veranda, which you can see over here, these double doors he doesn't use. So he's going out, as you can see where the motorbike is, it's coming from the right, from outside, and then he's going to the veranda, and he's asking when he does that, does he have to make a new brocha, if he starts made a a brocha inside, does he have to make a new brocha when he comes to the veranda? This is his question. Now, it was just as well that he, um, you know, that we would we, we, taking it this further, because I saw a fascinating chiddush in the Sefer Piskei Shavas, which you have now on the screen, and he says the following: There is a Shit in Poskim which says that shinoim if it's under the same roof. And you had in mind when you made the bracha, you had in mind that you're going to go from one room to the other. So mokim under the same roof is not a hefsek. There is a, that's written the way it's written in Shachnoroch. It's the avnisim uh, Goen. All right. The proof is from a, going from the house to the sukkah within a sukkah which is within the house. So going from one room to the other, does it, it, and you had that in in, in, in mind. That's not a hefsek. The problem here is it's not indoors it's outdoors so this sefer comes along with a fascinating chiddush that that which we say that when you go from the house to the chotzer, to the from indoors to the outdoors that shinimokim is a hefsuk that's referring to the the back in the day where that was the route to go to the rishus harabim and certainly they would share them with other people also therefore going for the private to the shared area the exposed area that is a, a concept of shinomakum which makes a hefsik but he says mirpeses shalono, our porches or protis or a private garden which is surrounded with walls from all four sides sorry um, that's called like another room of the house so so let's, let's 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 digest what he just said here we know that there's a, a there's a concession in the concept of shinimokim if it's under the same roof, he's taking this concession and extending it and saying, if you've got even an open air area, but because it's totally enclosed and private, therefore the din of shinimokim is not a problem, just like michayde lechayder. He gives several references. I looked up those references. Not, you know, not terribly convincing. I'm not 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 very confident with them. Um, let me just throw in a, 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 a variation of this question. What happens if you've got two apartments in the same house, in the same building? In a block of flats, going from one apartment to the other. It's under the same roof. Is that called Shinimokim? Or do you say um, it's on the same roof? But it's it's, it's a it's a different resource, a different ownership, McLeod. So amongst his references, one says by Imposha, Rabtina Bashol says. says uh, he says, by me is poshet, it's under the same roof. It's, it's, it's not a stick. Then he brings another safer, um, which says just the opposite. is even though it's it's from the um what's it um uh, So he says, it's two separate shoes. What's the difference on the same roof? But it's two separate shoes. So there's there's it's not such a clear-cut thing. But he comes along with this Chiddush, which I was, at first I was very excited to see, but when I looked up, I was a little bit disappointed it's not such a strong thing so if we, we would take on that mahalach, then if this area is all enclosed with a fence and it's a private area then there's no problem of because it's all in uh, an enclosed area but as i say i'm not really totally um, uh, happy to rely on that now we have this problem in many of our houses that we don't have a sink in the dining room so the sink is typically in the kitchen. So what's the story? You make Kiddush, and then you put down the, the, the wine, and you go to the other room, and you wash, and then you come back. Isn't that a problem of a hefzik between Kiddush and, and Hamoitsi, uh, and, and you have to have Kiddush b'mochim suda. So I was concerned about this, and subsequently came across this sack of the altar Rebbe where well, he says that Mokim Besuda, the whole, this concept of going to out and being a hefsik is only If you were there for a while, like he says, you went to shul or something, you went, you were totally distracted. But if he says, he says, Aval Imloi if it wasn't a long interval, you just went there to do something briefly and you come straight back, that's not called a hefsik. And therefore, between Kiddush and Hamoitsi, it's, 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 it's a kind of, it's, you're going out, coming straight back in. That should not count as a Hefzik, because it's, you're coming straight back. Now, you might argue, perhaps there he's talking about, you started having a drink, and now you are being interrupting between the beginning of the drink and the end of the drink and you can say between Kiddush and, and, and uh, hamosi perhaps they're not yet one unit to say that the, uh, the, the that going in and out doesn't matter. I think it should be the same thing and in that same if the Rebbe says the following that when we say let, let's explain something I said before if you made hamosi and you went out you got a string attached and that is because, you have to make Baruch HaAchrein HaBim So therefore, you're going out. is not a hefzik because you've got a string attached to your back. which is pulling you back. What about if you had just something like a drink? So then it's Doviz She'ein To'on Baruch HaAchrein HaBim Koimai. Then Shinimokim is a So Now here says the Altar Rebbe, another Kiddush, in the same place. Even Tvorim She'einam to Baruch HaLaAchrein HaBim Koimai. Even something like a drink of, of beer. If you sat down to, for, a, for a drink, a cup of coffee with someone, or even on, on your own, but it's this thing which to sit down, people who sit down for a cup of coffee, it's not that you're running around, it's dvorim which osam kviyas. Then that's also, that's that he says that a, a hefsik arai, a, a brief interruption, does not count as a hefsik. So That's what the Altadebus says over here, which is a very helpful um, uh, you know, piece of information that, uh, that that going in out for just for a moment is not a heset. Now, coming back to our story here in the far east, so going from one to the other is that is that called a brief interlude oh, so the, one, one, one thing I would say is the following that because it's in the veranda it's under the same roof so then we can rely back back go back to under the same roof we can rely that shinimokim under the same roof you had in mind that's not a hefzik so that's for, for sure because it's under a roof even though it's a veranda it's not mamish the same brickwork as as a, as a building but it's extension of the house therefore it's not a problem of shinimokim so long as you're still under the roof once you got into the open air then Well, the says it's okay. I'm not totally convinced. Then there's another issue, another heter, to hold that the Shinya Mokim should not be a Hefzuch. And that is if Roya Esmekoimai, if you are in your back room and you've got a a door to your garden, and you went out into your garden, but from your garden you can see where you were when you made your brocha. So it's Roya Esmekoimai. Roya Esmekoimai is another bridge which holds that the interval should not um, cut the uh, cut through the hamster of the brach. So uh, holds, uh, it, it prevents that it being it being a half We had this discussion going back at the beginning of COVID, whether the Royer through a window. So it says even through a window is also called Christ McCoy. What if the window has got glass? So Reb Falaji who lived in Turkey and uh, going back 150 years ago or something a bit earlier, perhaps? Prayvalagi is convinced that a glass window is considered. Um, it's also called reyes Um I'm not totally convinced because in some in some contexts you'll say a glass a glass. Uh, it's, you may be able to see, but it's it's a barrier. So. I'm not sure whether you can extend because by some areas you say because you can see it, it is considered that it's in front of you. I'm not sure whether that works over here in the context of Shinemok. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Ah, oh, so that was then point four we kind of morphed from from three to four. I just want to finish off that I when I was learning in Brnois. So I would sometimes go to uh, for for a Shabbos meal to Rabbi Yosef Goldberg was Dasha Shiva, Mishpoche. and um, he had a minhig that they would bring the children would bring him a bowl, he make hiddish and then they brought him a bowl, a bowl, with a kvort and he washed next to his place. He didn't want to interrupt by going from his room from the, from the dining room to the kitchen, which you could not see from one to the other. So he was machmir on that. He was Bichal, He was a very big Mahmir but I don't think. Uh, to be so far. I'm going to now look at the chat before taking the next um, slide. Okay. For to Esther For the 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 people are mentioning about the jab with the pork pork gelatin. They do. The Muslims are on this but you know this is they don't have any the the londas which baruch hashem we have um someone's pointing out to me that in igris khalik yudalat page 107 where the rebbe also says something about non kosher ingredients in vaccines are okay thank you very much for that and now someone is writing to me that my father told me said regarding medicine capsules with gelatin to wrap in a tissue as there's no hanouas so there is no hanouas That's a different story. Let's ex- let's deal with that for a moment. The, 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 the capsules these they are made to dissolve in them in the in the stomach. Those capsules are very often made of gelatin, uh, which is made to now there is one way of, of so you you're worried about that. That's going through your throat. So then there might be hanouas gorer. So Shimon had said to wrap them in uh, in a piece of tissue and to swallow it that way. I once spoke also to, to Moshe Landau about this, and he said, you can get something called veggie caps, which is a, uh, a, a it's, you can take the same capsule and empty it into these veggie caps, these capsules, which are made from veg, vegetarian uh, sources, to have, but that, the, 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 the capsules is going through the throat. Here we're talking about a, a nasal thing, so it's two different halachas. Okay, um, right. Yes, so you're asking how is Kvi is defined when this this Kiddush of the Alterebbe. So here in Simon Reishud Gimel, he's talking about that being moitsi someone else with hananin. If you remember the difference, Oimed or Yoishiv or Masubin, and there are some, it's a detail there in Reishud Gimel, some types of foods uh, are, it's a kind of more settled kind of um, food, which you'd have in a more settled way rather. And therefore, that requires a kvias. That's something which are snacks, which you'll eat while you're walking around. That is, you wouldn't be moiti someone else with birch enin, but something which is like a cup of coffee, you, apparently, and I'm not going to that. I didn't look into it now properly, but that's the discussion. machine. The chidosh here is, even though it doesn't require brocha so you haven't got that string attached, still, he says, because it has a degree of kvias, then going out for a minute is not a hefzit. Okay, just there's lots of questions coming in. Um, someone's asking. To... Not sure what that means. How are pills still made like that? As far as I know, then most pills are not made with the gelatin. What is common is that they do have um, lactose is quite a common ingredient. But okay, let's move on. All right, now. I'm just sharing you with you some of the uh, discussions I had during the past week. This is a copy from the Sefer called Halochism in Hogi Chabad, which is a Sefer put together from all of those who read the Kashras, uh, which has been coming out for the last 20 odd years. So uh, the, the end of it has got a Luach HaShavua with Halochism, etc., put together by Yossi Yisit uh, uh, Ginsberg, a cousin of mine who lives in Beersheva, he's said love in Beersheva. And they wrote the following: that when it comes to Leishiv Asukah, the one who makes Kiddush will say Leishiv Asukah right after Kiddush. And by day, by night, it's um, followed by Shachianu. The first two nights, oh, no, actually, not the first night, the second night is Shachianu first. Uh, and by day, even and now making Kiddush by day is in And in the Alter Rebbe and Dafarish Meimalev says, but well, by day. You shouldn't make leshivas with the um, kiddush. You should make uh, leshivas sukkah on the hamoytzi. And yet, the minhig chabad and many other uh, circles is to say leshivas with kiddush. That's that's that's, that's uh, we we know that well known. But what was what was surprising to me that he writes that the that's the one who makes kiddush says so say at kiddush. But the ones who uh, are, are not making their own kiddush, they should make. After they say, so you've got a family around the table in the sukkah, so they want to make leads, for, um, makes make kiddish, he says, and they then go and wash, and he gives them a piece of and they say, after before eating. I was very surprised, and I didn't find it, don't see any proper source for this. And uh, you can see there's no source for this, it doesn't give a source for this thing or that should be said. By, uh, together with by those who are Yotza from Kiddush. So I wrote to Rabbi Ginsberg, asked him, what's the reason for this? Where does it come from? So he said, he responded that the people who are Yotza Kiddush, they, um, they may have a little sip of the wine of Kiddush, if that, and then there's a hefzik between their Kiddush and they're going to Washington, when they come back, there's a hefzik. So I wrote back to him I said that if that's the case, even the one who makes Kiddush also has the same problem. So he, has, he drinks little wines, so a ravias. I said, no, it doesn't have to have a reviews You can make does and have less than a reviews So why do, aren't you worried about him? Now, following our whole discussion, which you had just now that whole that whole worry of going out of the room and coming back is not a worry in any case, um, uh, as far as the interruption as we just we just saw, uh, just getting in and out to go and wash just your dime. It does not it's not called shuni mokimish as I have said. So really, I, I don't see. That as justification to say that the um, that the musubim should make leshivasukkah by hamitzvah. And so, just last Sunday we had here. Uh, uh, I asked Rabbi Ginsburg where did he get this from. So he heard it from Rabbi lander uh, who lives in Bnei Barak. All right, that was there, meaning of their family. But punctually last Sunday, Rabbi Isaac Lander, who's the current rabbi of Bnei Barak, I was sitting next to him by the bar mitzvah. And I asked him about it, he says, poshet just that like many women are, are accustomed to make their own brocha hamboitzi. So the same thing, they want to make their own leshe basukah, not, uh, not, not because they're not yoitza or a just because they want to make it. So it's really, it's quite optional. And that's what I will remain with, that for women or other family members or Yoitsa from Kiddush to make their own is is, is 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 optional and whichever way you do is fine like like a Homoitzi, if you want to be Yotza you can be Yotza from the the one who makes um, Homoitzi from the Balabais, if you want to make your own Homoitzi, as you wish. Let's take a look at a couple of points which people have written in. Um, so someone's pointing out about the, the 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 nasal thing, it goes to the throat and can come back into the mouth. That's why I pointed out, even if it does, um, even if it does it's it's um it's pogum. it's not a normal food and therefore it's not a problem right let's move on let's move on okay oh so here we have something about a a bris no. someone's asking me to tell a story about my father Allah shalom so now we're talking about the bris so it reminds me it was uh, one of uh, well that was his he was, a, he was a quiet person, but this is one one place where he was in the public eye, was being a moyal and he used to go. Uh, so he had a bunch of mice. He went to a, uh, a family, an uh, Israeli couple, and after the bris, so uh, he's holding a cup of wine, the maybe maybe be Israel, Nimrod. <laughs> so Nimrod, uh, <laughs> Nimrod <laughs> was, a, was a wicked person. <laughs> Nimrod <laughs> Hayagi he was a strong man. Um, okay, so he says perhaps maybe let's give him two names. So they made a, a combination Nimrod Avraham. <laughs> it was an interesting combination. Uh, uh, several months later, he met them in the street somewhere. He met them on another occasion, and he asked them how the baby, know, what do they call him. And they call him Avraham. <laughs> okay, uh, there's actually someone you know, a in a balshuving for his name is Nimrod. It's from a non from background. And he asked the Rebbe whether he should change his name. The Rebbe told him to keep it. So, okay, fine. So you can have a Nimrod. You can be murdered against your Yetzirah. Um, okay. So now we have this. the question like this. Someone sends me a question the following. In the Svardisha community, they have a custom by the bris. They say, They say, why do the Svadim have Ula mitzvahs, Villa mitzvahs, and we don't? So the first thing I said is simple that uh, we're following the Nusach Hagemara. Ha- 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 this is the notion of the Braissa. That the one who makes the bris, the one the says Alamilo, the father says a bebrisah brisha shall vino, and the people who are present answer. Well, the Rebbe says they should answer omen. Don't forget, say answer omen. And then they ask, Omen, Kashem should bris, soil mass and to the. So the, the simple answer is, that is in the Gemara. But that's not that's a, a bit a bit shallow because the Shfadim also in the same Gemara, and they somehow got the uh, this extra piece in. And um, what you have on the left of your of your screen is from the Seder of Amram. Seder of Amram is going back perhaps 1,200 years. I'm not sure exactly. That region is one from the Geonim, and this is the earliest Seder which we have. And he has kein tachnisayu letoyro lechupa olamitzvus lemasntovim. So you notice the difference. He has lechupa olamitzvus, and uh, the svardim today have lemitzvus lechupa. So, briefly, the the pashtus, um, what's going on here is, so the mitzvah means the bar mitzvah. Torah, is it bringing to cheder to start learning Torah. There were places where they would even make him a wedding. They would marry off someone before the before bar mitzvah. It's well known that Paratsha was known as the as the Chalamoyot because he was married off before uh, before his bar mitzvah. So he wasn't wearing tefillin and he was wearing a tallis. So when do you wear a, a tallis without tefillin? On a weekday, uh, so He was known as a Chalamoyd. So the the Seder of Rav Amram Go'en, of the Torah, the Chupa, or the Mitzvahs, the Masen Tov. But that is certainly not so common now generally, and therefore we have the Svardash and Usuch, the Torah, the Mitzvahs, the Chupa, the Tov. At first, the Torah, then the Mitzvahs, and then after Yudchess, the Chupa, and then masim Tov. Why? But the, if they are including well, the mitzvahs, why does the Gemara not have it? And why does the Nushachashkenaz not have it? Now, I want to point out another important detail. What happened over here? The father has just said a bracha. I have a mitzvah to bring my son into the calvinist of Ramavino. The present company respond just like he's. He's coming to breathe. So too, you should bring him in to tov chovem asam tov. Now, if you see the nusach of the arab Amram is kashem shehichnas tov, and he saw soy kein tach niseyu, and the Sfaradim also are talking in the second person kashem shehichnas tov, casts his kolach The nusach Hagemora is saying. Kishem nichnos is saying in the third person, just like this child has entered the bris, so he should end, he should enter. Why are they doing it in the third person, not giving the brocha to the father? So there are different girls, and the Shach says, the Shach in Shuknoch says that because sometimes there's a, by a bris, there's no father there for whatever reason. And there you can't say because it's, it's not him. And therefore was changed to Hishemsha Nichnos. And in order not to differentiate where the father is there or not, so it became standardized to talk about in the third person, Keshem shenichnas, Be that as it may, but the original bracha is actually to the father. Keshem, just like you've brought him in to... So now we know there's a Mishnah, a brisa, sorry, in Kedushin, which talks about the duties of a father vis-a-vis a child. So it says a father has a duty to give the a bris. The father has a khiv to teach the son Torah. And the father has a just to, to marry off the son. So that's like a kashem shen bris, just like you brought him to stage one. This mitzvah, you should also be zocha. Now, when it comes to mitzvahs, what does it mean? When the, when the boy becomes, what does it mean, in to mitzvahs? What does it mean? When the child becomes by mitzvah, it means the child has a chiyof, Doesn't It's not the father who's bringing him into anything. At that point, the child is a, is a high bemitzvah, but not that the father has a, a chayyab. No, on the contrary, he actually says shephtorani. What then does it mean, though? What does it mean, There's there's the, and uh, the of uh, the also in Tovshin Yodalad, I think, about this, but on a, on, on, a, on a simple level, going back to the bris, The father has a to give a son a bris, to teach him toyra. also has to teach him how to swim, by the way, but that's not uh, relevant at this moment. To teach it to marry isha He has to teach his son a, a, a profession. He should be able to earn. Otherwise, if a person doesn't have a profession, he becomes a crook. That says in the Gemara. He becomes a molasses. He has to have he has to have what to live on. If he doesn't have a a a, a, a a a an honest income, it will be a dishonest income. So that's the to toivim. So that's the, that's kashem or The father should be bring his son also to establish him, give him to be able to have an an honest Parnassana. Let's go on. Someone asked the question that, what happens if people are sitting on Friday? Sounds like quite a relaxed situation. Bichlal, Friday is a time of tension. Says in the Gomorrah, it's a time where people are running out of Shabbos and they bash into the one, the one or the other. Friday it's a time it's a, it's a time of, of, of people are rushing, but it looks like these people are probably in a hotel somewhere or some uh, guests in someone else's house, and they're sitting and chatting or they're having a, 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 a going into Shabbos. At what point do they have to stop this uh, nibbling and make Kiddush? Does it? Says asking is the cutoff point, Shkia or Nacht? So let's read here from Shulchan So where is it in Shulchan Aruch? Um, Reish Einal of the beginning of Hichel's Kiddush. If you were, whatever you're doing, but you're not allowed to even have a drink of water and certainly not to eat other foods, once is the time of Kiddush until you actually make Kiddush. Once you pass Shkiah, and you're into what's called twilight in a language at that point, you're not allowed to eat further or drink further um, unless you make Kiddush. and if you daven in early, so you've made the day begin earlier, so then you'd have to uh, stop and make Kiddush. we all know this, the concept of Paris map and that's more in the context where they had washed for a meal, and they were. Um, they had their meal and then they would stop and make Kiddush and continue with HaMoytzi, that's with Mishneh. but here I'm talking about in a, in a more casual setting. They're sitting there chatting and they're for bringing, they a bit of food at the table. As soon as it comes Shkia, they're going to have to stop and make Kiddush. Now, what's the problem? If they're sitting by the table, there's plenty of mashkeh at the table, why not make Kiddush on the mashkeh? If it wasn't enough till now, so okay, fine. So now we'll have a bit more mash again. um, So, in the I say that there's a difference, there's a concept of making Kiddush on Hamar Medina. Let's translate the words Hamar Medina. Hamar is the Aramaic word for wine, it's the local wine equivalent. There's not so much wine growing in that region. There is another type of drink, which is a drink. And that is accepted as an alternative for wine, for Kiddush, Havdal, et cetera. Now, there is actually a debate does it have to be alcoholic or not? Can it be a cup of coffee or a cup of tea? Does that count for, um, for Hamar Medina? So, this is a discussion in Poskim. But what I can just tell you, I remember in the, the Sefer Yemei Bereshis, which is a description of the first year of the Rebbe's approximately. And it has there an incident about a, a one of the uh, t'mimim, one of the Bochrim who was uh, drafted to go to Japan or Korea or something, one of uh, Vietnam. I don't remember which exactly. One of one of the in the Far East. And the Rebbe told him he should make havdalah on a cup of coffee. So you have a, a smach that we know that you can, if necessary, make a havdalah on a cup of coffee. Now, so of course, when we have wine, we make kiddush and wine both by day and by night what happens if you don't have wine so here this is where it's highlighted there's a difference between by night and by day let's explain by night you have the chalas and uh, by day also you have the chalas but by night the kiddush is a longer kiddush it's a whole long brocha, ashekishon metzvoyesav, vratzebona, bachat Hashem, kadashashabbas. If you'll make Kiddush on a loaf of bread, on the, on the Lechem Mishneh, it, it will sound like Kiddush because you're making the same nusuch, a whole long nusuch. If you do the same by day, you're going to start your meal with making what? Hamoyitim Lechem in HaOretz on two chalas. It doesn't sound like Kiddush. It just sounds like every day. It's not, It's no, no, no Kiddush. There's nothing unusual. Like any like like lunch and any of any other day, and therefore this is where we see the difference. If there's a shortage of wine, you don't have wine available by night. You'd make kiddush on the lechem. By day, you should make kiddush on Hamar medina. Like he says in the next line, because if you just make by day, if you make on on the on the pass, then it won't be noticeable that this is kiddush because it's just a bracha bechasananim. But by night, he says, you should make, you should make Kiddush not on the, on the Hamar Medina, you should, because not everyone agrees with the concept of Hamar Medina. And therefore, by night, you should make Kiddush on the Lechem. So coming back to this Fabrengin, making Kiddush on, um, on another glass of mashke is not recommended, in addition to all other reasons. But here we just see the haloha is that Hamar Medina is a, is a solution for by day. It's not a solution for Kiddush by night. Now, then he asks another question. He's seen Polish sheminin, this is question 8 on our, on our list, he's seen Polish sheminin making kiddush Shabbat right day on a small shot glass, a small... Uh, so this is a well-known Polish sheminin. And what they're saying, they're claiming that a riviz is the normal amount that you have, or, 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 or it's a normal amount of intake of wine. But something like uh, like alcohol, like vodka or whiskey or whatever, whatever it may be, it's not normal to have a, a, a reverse of that. And what is lacking in quantity is made up with quality. So this, what you have here in front of you, is a quote from from the Ketos HaShulchan, Rebbe Chaim Noah. So he gives a reference to the Sharit Tshuva, which is a country on the Shulchan Aruch. That There are those who say that if you make Kiddush on Yash, Yash is an abbreviation of Ya'in Sorov, an alcohol. So he says there that you should drink a cheekful like you make, as if you made Kiddush on a wine. And also the cup for Kiddush has to contain a revirs. However, So who is the Maharsham? He was uh, known as the one of the most the most uh, prominent Poskim in his, de- in his day. So the uh, Berzhanarov lived about 150 years ago, perhaps a bit, uh, a, bit, a bit less. So in Galicia, I believe. So the, Berzian, but the, the Maharsham writes from brings various sources that they would make Hiddish on Shabbos morning, Shabbos day, they would make on a small cup of, of, uh, of alcohol. Apparently, uh, when I saw one of the sources, the Divri Chaim, the tsanzarov also had this minig. A lot of the Polish uh, uh, Guteyidn had this minig of baking Kiddush by day on a, uh, on, on Bramfin, on, on uh, alcohol. And they wouldn't have a large amount, they would just have a little amount. And that's, so this is, this is a widespread Polish minig. And then Reb Chaim no, writes, A she'ein so, Obviously, one shouldn't rely on this. You shouldn't rely on this unless you're really not able to have a reverse and drink a cheekful. So, that is actually so. This business of using a shot glass for Kiddush is not is not uh, followed in the Babbage and. and uh, those who do make Kiddush and Mashke for whatever reason, so they would have a Rav Kos, or sorry, a Rav of of whatever they're drinking. Um, but there are other communities, this is accepted. Revis or Rav Raviz? Right, um, I'm seeing here, Dov Klein, I think that is, is saying it's not practical, I'm going back to Leisha Not practical to say Leisha afterwards. Um, the family would have to have in mind not to be included in the host's brocha. Some guests also don't know the brocha, of course. The simpler thing is that they should be. Yotza. And thank you for reminding me back to that. I've also got a problem that the first night, the first night, there's a Seder in the Gemara, which says, You so if you're going to say that, um, that they're not going to have. Be from the of of the mikdash, so they're going to have it um, later. Yeah, so they're not going to have the shechiyonu. First of all, it's not masadu nela'kois; they the missing out on that direction of the Gemara. But also, they are having the shechiyonu. Where do, where do they have a shechiyonu? The mitzvah of, of, of leishiv Vasukha? In other words, erev Yomtev, the ladies benchlicht if they benchlicht in the sukkah even if they said shechiyonu, but that's not on the mitzvah of Leish Vasukha. They made a shechiyonu on the chag on the mitzvah sitting in the sukkah they're missing out the leshev of, of uh, the, the shekhionu should be following after the birchasa mitzvah so i'm not so uh, keen so someone's asking an unrelated question or kind of can you fill up a beher with water when there is already a ravis or should one fill or shall not have a full cup no, so you're asking a question when you for some reason you don't have enough wine to fill the cup to the brim what's better to top it up with a bit of water or should you um have it not not fall to the brim what i've what i've read about the i'm talking about um, kedem particularly they claim that they do not add um substantial amounts of water and therefore if it's if it's uh, a regular wine a reasonable amount of alcohol uh content I don't see a problem of adding a bit of water. To add a lot of water is not okay. But a little bit of water, I think that would be correct. It would be okay. Um, When I was in Russia um, in 1991, and so we had I didn't have that much wine with me for Kiddush, etc., for Kiddush and Abdullah, whatever. And I had a big cup. (laughs) So I wanted, there's a simple way of of topping it up. You put in a couple of cherry tomatoes into the cup, and then it reaches, then it fills to the top. I didn't have cherry tomatoes. So instead I was popping in sugar lumps. But <laughs> I didn't realize until afterwards that sugar lumps don't, don't have much bulk because they're so absorbent. They kept just, just dissolving and sinking to the bottom with just 15 sugar lumps perhaps uh, till, till it reached the, till the top. Okay. But uh, cherry tomatoes, or if you like the combination of some pickles inside your wine, it will work uh, to raise the uh, level. Okay. Sorry, you just right. mentioned... Uh, here is a very mm-hmm. interesting question. And that is that there's a, a young man, one of our uh, dedicated shluchim, and he goes to old age homes regularly, and before COVID, he would put on film with people, and some of the people are more with it, some are less with it, but they put on film with them, and if they weren't able to put on film for whatever, so he would just Take his Yawl, put it on their head, and say Shema Yisrael. And then, even in their uh, state, they would sometimes be able to say with him Shema Yisrael, at least uh, Mitzvah saying Shema, Achdesh Hashem. Because of COVID, because of this fear, the, the directives are now, now that he mustn't have any direct contact. And they're sitting there in the old age home, sitting there bareheaded. Can he say Shema with a person who's bareheaded? Because he can't take a yarmulke. I said, take some tissues and offer them. You know, put a tissue on their head, or they should offer them. Yeah. So that is that is, I think, a recommended thing. But what's the halacha? Is saying a bracha or saying Shema bareheaded? Is that a mitzvah or is it a violation? So we have here. this is the Soifrim, which is printed in the back of the gemara of it's the beginning and uh, near the beginning and he talks here about a person who's bareheaded so the first opinion says it's okay if he would be even be Oimrim that if he's got torn clothes he can be bareheaded. he's not allowed to mention Hashem's name bareheaded so here we have two opinions and um so now, here we have now in Shuchun Aruch, this is Alter Rebbe Shuchun Aruch and Simon Tzadik Aleph, where he says, he takes a stricter position that you're not allowed to mention Hashem's name bareheaded. And some say it should be Moicha, but people should enter the shul bareheaded. And then Midas chasidus, you shouldn't go bareheaded anywhere, Dal damas, as mentioned in Simen base. What happened if a person did say a baruchah bareheaded? Does he have to repeat the bracha? So, they, what, what I see in like but Bedeeved, he, he would not have to repeat the bracha. So, Bedeeved, he he's, he's done a bracha. The person, let's say, was a little bit, uh, didn't realize his yarmulke had fallen off, his middle of Shuneshra, and then afterwards he realized. So, but he, ever, he would not have to repeat the bracha. And possibly because of his opinion in this Messiah Soifran that he is allowed to say a bracha bareheaded. So, so Bedeeved, that's okay. So, Bob, coming back to this question, of course, Try to give them a tissue to put on their head. Sleeve on the head is obviously is is, is, is it works. Even putting the hand on the head, if they are able to do that. But if if that push comes to shove and they uh, they're totally unable even to do that, so eved and B'shach can't usually kind of share the same footing. It would be it would be a mitzvah even if they are bareheaded. Uh, I'm saying that with uh, not so comfortable about it. Um, just i I, uh, I shared this on Friday night we made a mini shear after myiv and I shared this uh, discussion and it came up in discussion what the Alter Rebbe talks about um that it's to to um, to be bareheaded is chukas hagoi when a guy comes into a room he removes his hat and in English society I believe it's quite insulting to sit inside someone's house with your with your hat on, you'd have to take off your hat. And that's, that's respect for the place. And so that makes it into Chukas Hagoi, uh, to take, to, to bear your head. But why is it Chukas Hagoy? Some poskules say that Chukas Hagoy is only when it's got a religious association. When a guy comes into the house and bears his head, is that a religious act or is it just etiquette? So here's something which you can find very interesting. In he says the following, a goy comes into the house, he bears his head to say that when I was a baby, I had some shmutziki water spritz on my head. He has <laughs> gone through a baptism. And that's why he bears his head, to remind the fact that there is a getraya Um, And therefore, it does have the bearing of the head is actually a religious act. That's where that's where it comes from in the in the uh, Christian culture. And for that reason, for a year to bear his head is, is in the you Indian know, of, of uh going bhukisago. Okay, let's go on. Oh, this I got Thursday night. I someone calls me up. And last week, Sedra, if you remember, Tzedek Melech Lechem, he greets Avram after the battle, and he Mal who's Malki Tzedek? So Rashi says it's shame ben um. He is, it's a shame, the son of Noach. So he's got now a name, Malki Tzedek, and he was the king of Yerushalayim. Shalom refers to shalim So in this Sefer Torah, the word Malki Tzedek, the two words, all M- Malki Tzedek, were written as one word. So now he's asking, what's the story? Is the Sefer Torah kosher or not? So you've got, it's a name of a person, Malki Tzedek. Now you have a name, Ben Sion. It's ben, it's two words, yeah, but it's, is it one word, is it written one word or two words? And this is a, a, a recurring question, In fact, words which are made up of two words, names made up of two words, like Kador Loimer. Now, Kador Loimer is made up of two words. Kador is like a ball. Lo means like a sheaf of corn. He was apparently, that's so I in the entire Munison, he was fat, round, like a ball. Kador, Kador Lo Loimer, like he was a bit like Mr. Roundy, if you remember him in the was it in Noddy Books? Um, Mr. Roundy? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. gives yeah. to the Yanker, so from Fagessnish edition. Kol Bonim. So, um, Malki Tzedek. So, on, in the Chumish, you've got what's called Mesora, And it, this is like a kind of code on the margin of the Chumish. There's a Mesora Gdoyla Mesora K'tano. But, it, and it's very, very brief. So, in the Mesora on the margin of the Chumish, it says, U Malki, Lamed stands for lesser. There's no other... Such word in Tanakh. B'chad there is one else. There was once it comes Malki, not Umalki, but there is once in Tanakh Malki, um, and that is in Tilim in Kuf Dalid I think. Uh, Aldivrosi Malki Tzedek. Is it Kuf Daled? No, sorry, it's Kufud. Uh, malki Aldivrosi Malki Tzedek. Okay. So meanwhile we have the masoira says that this. That, sorry about that. The Masorah says for well, who base Milos. It's two words, k'siv um, and it should be I don't know how you read that. It means it's meant to be read on one line. Lepoel, this is this is what he says here. It's 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 um it's two. It's written as two words. Now the master, or the most of, one of the most prominent midakdim of of the um, of, of the Tanakh, is the Minchas Shai. So this is what you have in front of you on the middle section, is from the Mirchaz Shai. So first he says, I found in one place, in a Sefer Torah Muga, that the it was not the Sefer it's been Malkitzedek is as one word, over Tam, however, in Rabbeinu Tam's Tikkun, so he says it's two words, and it has to be in the one line. And he says it's meant to be two lines, two words. Um, and he says, you have like a name Chofnas Paneach, which is two names, it, 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 it's, a, it's a name for Yosef, it's made up of two words. And then he says, Rame. Rameh is Rameh Halevi one of the, later uh, Rishonim, says, he brings two opinions, and he doesn't decide which one. So now, um, he says, now, Michas I think there was Norechi. he says, what we pass he says, when Li we should follow the Masoiris, that it is um, that it's that's two words. Because the Shai says because the Masoiris connects Malchitzedek in Pashis Lechal with Malchitzedek in Telim Kufud. And in Chazal, we see that Malchitzedek in both places is associated with Shem Ben Noyach. It's the same person, it's called Malchitzedek, and it's written in two words. And so, just to go to the bottom of this quote. There's no dispute about the Malkit Tzedek and Tzedek as being written as two words. That Jeff, will reflect back to the Malkit Tzedek in to read it, it should be written in two words. And so too, B'Seifah Yoshon, he sees Malkit Tzedek is, it should be, it shouldn't be on two lines. When you've got a name, Made up of two words, it shouldn't be made on two lines. Anyone who's writing Kesubas or Masada Kedushin, whatever, they have a name shneer Zalman. So you don't don't write shneer Zalman Shneer in one line and Zalman in the next line. We look at Khila, make a point of the um, two parts of the name should be on the one line. And certainly, if it's a name like Ben Sion, which some say it has, it has to be written, Mamish is one word. But you mustn't divide it into two lines. That would make the uh, document possible. Sure. That was all. That's the Minchas Shai then we've got the commander khumish and he yeah. writes the commander lived um, about 150 180 years ago Eyleith. he writes i will go it's one word um, and shouldn't shouldn't be there shouldn't be a gap and certainly shouldn't be on two lines so here you got these oh sorry about that um, so what what remains is what i told him that you see again um, this is in Tilim, and they, here's the Mesoira in Tilim, that's, said, it's two words, v'ayin minchas shai, in parshas lechelcho, that there, there's a discussion, and Lepoil. there's a sefer called Keses one of the classics for him, on, uh, on Sofras, written by the author of the Kitzah Shekhan O'Roch, Sir Baytieff, mentioned me this morning, that the, he also says it should be written in two words. So therefore, the Sefer Torah should be corrected. It should be made into two words. However, until it is corrected, it looks like there is. Yes, a list to be able to continue reading. Um, someone's asking when you're writing to the Rebbe, should you not break a name over two lines? Okay, that's a uh, mashpia. But when you when you write uh, in a in a in a document, as in a star, it should be kept into one line. All right. Uh, as I'm re- repeating was mentioned at the beginning of the Shia, that uh, the sheer is available online in various forums. And uh, so everyone wants to hear a recording. So it is available. Apparently, you can search and find it that way. Okay. Wish you all a good avok and we should meet in good health.